Mommy needs a minute. Welcome to the Mommy Needs a Minute podcast, where we talk about how to survive motherhood. I'm Jenna, the host of this show and the creator of Hands Down, the app where moms can shop trusted product recommendations with other moms. As always, we're here for a short time. So before I introduce our guest today, let's all join in and just start with taking a deep breath. I always say this, but I really needed that. (laughs) (laughs) So today we have an awesome guest. Her name is Akshata Nayak. And she is just a total powerhouse. And I'll let her introduce herself because I don't think I could even do it justice. You're very sweet, Jenna. My name is Akshita Nayak, and I'm the founder and owner of Little Pataka. It means little firecracker. It's a children's brand. We are based here in Vermont, and we do books and games and toys for kids focused on diversity because clearly in a state like Vermont, we need to focus on that a little bit more. Our idea is to highlight what our shared experiences are like so that you see from a very young age that no matter who you are, where you come from, what you look like, there are certain things that bind us together and we can get that sense of belonging and community, which I think is very important for kids to thrive no matter where they end up, where they are right now. It's really important, especially for me coming from New York City, yeah. you know, to educate my son around different types of people and cultures and that, you know, we live in this bubble, but there's a whole world out there. Yeah. And I was so intrigued by the concept for your brand. My journey to getting here and doing this work, I'm a biochemist and nutritionist by educational background. So children's media was not on my to-do list in any shape, size, or form. Wait a second. (laughs) Hold on a second. You're a biochemist? I am, yes. I have master's of science degrees in biochemistry and in nutrition. If you think of 2020, it was an incredibly difficult time for so many different reasons. One of them being the racial um, justice movement as well. It was incredible to see this movement stand up at that time with origins in horrific situations. And so looking at that, it kind of made me realize if I'm talking about children's media, I need to be looking at things which are beyond just my identity, my language, my culture, because what we were losing slowly and steadily was that feeling of community. Everything was getting divided us versus them. And so something needed to be done to bridge that. What is the best age to approach these types of conversations? And what are the tools that exist out there that we currently have and can go to, to learn about how to talk to our kids about representation and diversity? I found out that this idea of self and others starts very early on. In fact, by three months, 
kids can identify the caregiver, the race of the caregiver, and they have stronger reactions to people who belong to that race versus not. And that's just three months of age. By the age of five years, they are making decisions about playmates and other things based on what they look like, who they are, social status. So these social biases are setting in by the age of five. Wow. And so we have a choice. If we are not actively participating in these conversations with them, they, the kids are passively absorbing it from what's around them. You know, again and again, we are told kids at that age, they're sponges, they just absorb everything. But we think they're not ready for what we consider complicated subjects. But that's not the case. And so it's just important to keep that in mind that there isn't an, a, an age that is too young to introduce kids to other ideas and cultures and languages, peoples, foods, whatever it may be. That is so interesting to hear the science mm-hmm. behind when a child's development mm-hmm. allows for these biases to start setting in. Yeah. You know, you have a baby. Um, your baby, you know, maybe experiences different caretakers. Um, and then they get introduced to solids and sleep training and all of these really important milestones that come about. How do we educate parents on when these things are happening and what the tools are that are available to them that they can start to use and when? Yeah. So there are, you know, organizations that started up specifically for these types of things. One of them that um, I've followed for a while is uh, called We Need Diverse Books. And they did a survey in, I believe, 2019, where they looked at all of the main characters across children's literature. And most of them were white. They were male. And there were, when you looked at it overall, if you pulled out, there were more children's books with animals as the main characters than all of the minorities combined. So (laughs) I think that that is just really important to understand that that makes it more difficult for parents who want to learn about this, want to do better, to find the resources that they need. For some of us, depending on, you know, where we live, um, who we are, our own identities, brings the concept of diversity in whichever way possible to our kids. That's just by virtue of what they're surrounded by. There's a book I'm sure you're familiar with called Bodies Are Cool. Yes. We love that book. Yes. And a friend of mine suggested it to Mm -hmm. me. And I bought it for my son for Hanukkah this past year. And now it's so interesting to see how his language and his thought process has changed changed around different types of bodies, whether he sees a pregnant person or he saw the other day someone in a wheelchair and Mm -hmm. he said, mom, look, how cool is that? He gets to ride around in a wheelchair. Like his body is so cool. And, you know, when I was a kid, I would see someone in a wheelchair and have so many questions and just Mm -hmm. not really have the toolkit to understand what that meant, right? What are some other examples of books, either from your brand or other brands that parents could include on their bookshelf? Um, Another one that my daughter has enjoyed is called Lakshmi's Mooch. It's about an Indian kid. Um, and her name is Lakshmi, and she realizes her friends are making fun of her and calling her a cat because she has whiskers, um, you know, hair on the upper lip. And um, so then her mom and dad explained to her that, you know, that's your mooch. Mooch in 
Hindi um, and Indian language means mustache and that everybody has it and that it's not something you have to be worried about, you know, and it's just different hair color and things like that, that some stand out more than others. And then there is a company called Little Feminist that is putting out a bunch of different books and they use pictures rather than illustrations to show kids like real life people in different situations. That's um, another cool resource as well. Another book that we really love is We're the Same, We're Different, Mm -hmm. the Sesame Street book. Yeah. It's so great. It is, yes. I will say it's mostly about like monsters and characters and all of that. But the overall message I think is really powerful. And I think just as much as these books offer children access to representation. I think what's almost more powerful about them, at least for me as the parent of a four-year-old in a very white place, that I have the Mm -hmm. language and I know how to speak to him in a way that gets through and that's helpful and that's going to, you know, set him up to have that language as well. Yeah. Um, If you think about the books that you read when you were two, three, four years old, you might not remember the details of the story, but the language definitely informs how you approach language. Yeah. You can tell I was raised by a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will say it's been really helpful to me as a parent just in reading these books to be able to, you know, speak more freely and comfortably with him yeah, um, and feel like I have the tools yeah. and the language to be yeah. able to communicate. You know, he doesn't have the luxury that I had of riding the subway system of New York City for 30 years, which is enough of a education, and, education and, and representation <laughs> that you'll ever need. I, I grew up in India, which is a much more conservative society, especially when it comes to mental health and um, certain topics being taboo and things like that. So speaking about emotions and speaking about feelings, um, it wasn't that people said you couldn't talk about it, they just didn't. And so these are tools I'm learning now. So as you spoke about finding the words and finding the ways to speak to your child about these important topics, That is something I've focused on a lot with um, my daughter. I have a five-year-old. Her name is Ava. My company is named after her because when she was born, I said, you know, you're you're a little pataka. You're a little firecracker. You're going to have a big impact. I'm pregnant again. We're expecting a boy at the end of August. So we'll see what we do with that (laughs) (laughs) curveball. Call me anytime. Boys love their mamas. You're going to have a little love bug, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But for me, parenting is just about making sure, and I think this is for most people, is that your kid feels safe. They feel loved. And that they can talk about and discuss any of these, you know, important and difficult topics with you. And if I do find myself falling short, I think often of what I would, what would I tell Ava, you know, if she had done, if this had happened to her, Hmm. would I allow her to be as hard on herself as I am on myself? Something really funny happened yesterday. So I am really into interior design. I'm not a fancy interior designer by any means. I just like making things and creating things and mm-hmm. building spaces. And I, my son's bedroom was like my project of the century. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. We got him this amazing bed. It's a house bed. He loves it. Mm-hmm. I walked into his room yesterday. He had taken a giant purple crayon and drew, drew all over his whole new bed. <laughs> And my reaction was like, 
<laughs> okay, I'm either going to lose my shit right now or I'm going to tell him it's I mean, he didn't know that he's not allowed to yeah. draw on the furniture. I lost my mind and I didn't know what to do because I, I saw him watching me. Yeah. He was like looking at me like, oh boy, what's mm-hmm. mom going to do right now? So I just collapsed to the ground and fell down <laughs> and laid there. And my husband came in and saw me just laying there with my eyes covered. And my son is like, what's wrong with mom? (laughs) And I didn't even say anything. And my husband was just like, oh, boy. (laughs) I think mom needs a minute. And I just then I, you know, I took a few moments and I sat up and I said, you know, Stone, mom and dad would work really hard to create this beautiful space for you. And you just drew all over your brand new bed. And we don't draw on furniture or on walls. We take really good care of our things. And he immediately was like, I'm so sorry that I drew on my bed, mom. Is there anything I can do to make you feel better? (laughs) And I was just like, wow. Like, thank goodness I didn't just start yelling at him, you know? And we ended up having a moment where I could just kind of coach him through it. And he could also give me a bit of a lesson in how to react and respond to things. You know, when someone does something wrong to give them that space to do that and to learn from it. Yeah. I woke up this morning laughing because I'm like, great. Now there's purple marker all over this head. And my husband's like, should we paint it? Like, what should we do? Just I'm like, make it purple. I kind of think we should just leave it yeah. and like let him be a kid. Because yeah. also, what am I thinking? He's four years old now. Like, yeah. let the kid draw on his bed. Like, who cares? But it really was a moment for me to think about how I react to things and how much that impacts how he reacts to yeah. things, right? Yeah. And I think it's another reminder that we can learn from these kids yes, just as much as they could learn from us if we give them the opportunity to teach yeah. us. Yeah, it's. I feel like kids, especially um, the ones that I look at um, creating products for, so like five years and younger, they're usually dismissed, right, about their opinions, about how they're feeling or whatever. They know so much more than we give them credit for. They see so much more than what we give them credit and for. And they're capable of learning. They're so capable of learning. And they are. Just think about all the stuff they're going through. Like they've gone from a helpless baby to like being this little person with their own personality and everything else. And you look at the breadth of what they've achieved in like five years. It's pretty incredible. So we talked already about some of the books that you recommend that parents include in their toolkit or look into to potentially include in their toolkit to offer kids access to more representation early on in their lives. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us specifically about Little Pataka, the products that your brand offers and what you're building right now? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So because the idea of the brand started with um, resources for Indian cultural, Indian and cultural, um, you know, different languages and things like that, I started out with two language learning books. One is in Konkani, which is my native language. Until recently, it's a language that has been around for centuries, but until recently didn't have a script of its own. And so there were no children's books in that language. So I used the Roman script and created the alphabet and made that book. So it's one of the it's the first that type of book in that language. So that is very special to me. The other one I did was just to show a contrast that if you look at a country like India, which is huge, 
and the number of people that live there and around the world that identify with the country. Konkani is a South Indian language, so I chose a North Indian one, which is Hindi. Um, again, centuries old, but that has a script that has stayed intact. Um, some of the words sound similar, some are very different. The alphabet looks completely different. Um, so I thought that would be a great way to just show that you shouldn't paint people with broad brushes just because they come from a certain place. So those are two language learning books. We will be creating more in the future, um, not just Indian, but from around the world. Uh, and then last year, when the whole pivot of the brand happened with moving and looking at more about representation in children's media with a focus on shared experiences, we created and launched two products. One is a mix and match jigsaw puzzle, 10 characters, and each one is illustrated in a profession with a race or gender not usually associated with that profession. And then each character has a head, torso, and legs. So this is for younger kids, about 18 months and older. And they can either recreate the original illustration or they can mix and match and come up with their own idea of what that person should look like and be like. I just have to add that because of this puzzle, which my son loves, mm -hmm. he's four, mm -hmm. I asked him shortly after we were playing with it, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And... The Jewish mother in me was very happy when he said, I'm going to be a doctor. Like, thank <laughs> <Yeah>. God. <laughs> but then he said, but on the weekends, I'm going to be a fireman. Yeah. <laughs> and he had created part of a doctor and part yeah. of a fireman, fireman. Yeah. with the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. One is to help kids look beyond stereotypes. So you should never be defined by what you look like. And you should also not be defined only by what you do. You know, as kids, we ask everyone. What do you want to be when you grow up? When you're grown up, one of the first questions we ask when we hang out in adult spaces is, what do you do? And so there's so much more to an individual than just all of that. Coming out of this episode, we definitely would love to build a reading list with you that yeah. we'll publish within our app. So take a look in the show notes. We will link to Akshata's reading list, which I can't wait to see <laughs> and take to my local library, which is our favorite place to hang out on the weekends yes. when it's raining. So we'll definitely pull that together. And thank you so much, Akshata, for being here with us today. I learned so much from you. I can't believe, you know, just how thoughtful and sweet you are and how much um, intense uh, emotional work has gone into this brand and to Little Pataka. I love this brand. Where's the best place for us to find you? Our website right now, littlepataka.com. We also have a new product that's launching that I'm really thrilled about. It's a way to teach kids about their anatomy, but through diverse characters to show that no matter what you look like on the outside, there are certain things that are the same on the inside for all of us. So, you know, disabilities, kids with disabilities, without different races, genders, everything. And we're doing a Kickstarter campaign in July. You can find Akshata and Little Pataka at littlepataka.com. We will link to the website in the Perfect. show notes. Yeah. We will also link to Akshata's Kickstarter campaign oh, awesome. where they'll be promoting this new product that's coming out that I cannot wait to get my hands on. It sounds like so much fun. And that's it for today's episode of Mommy Needs a Minute. I hope this brightened your day and gave you a moment of support in your life as a mom. And remember, you're not alone in this. So pop on over to Hands Down whenever you need a dose of mom friends and trusted recs. 
And be sure to join us for our next episode where we'll continue to bring you more laughs and valuable insight into mom life. Until then, take care of yourself, stare at the wall, (laughs) take a deep breath, and remember, you've got this. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your mom friends. We have new episodes releasing every week, so be sure to check back for more.